Welcome to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. On today's episode, your wedding is not supposed to be where other people live vicariously through you. And also, any any design by committee is always bad. <laughs> so don't let your wedding be a design by committee. Joe, who should you take advice from when you're planning your wedding? Jumping right into it. I like it. I like it. So? I'm going to say you. Okay. Because you're my wife, <laughs> my bride, and my wedding planner. So I would take advice from you, Rhea. Right. And since you won't be planning any more weddings, we'll talk to the people who aren't married to wedding planners okay. already. To, to br- who should brides listen to for opinions? Right. Why are you even asking that question? Do brides get a lot of opinions? <laughs> people in general are opinionated, and when you're planning a wedding, yes, you will get a lot of opinions. From everyone, from vendors, from mm-hmm. friends, from family, your mom. Coworkers. Your mom. <laughs> your mom. Your <Yes>. mom. <laughs> we <Right>. love moms. <laughs> we really do. But they uh, they have a lot of opinions, too, that sometimes... This isn't about slamming moms. <laughs> yes. Let's get back on topic here. This is about handling all of the opinions that other people will give you mm-hmm. on how you should plan your wedding. Right. So you'll start getting opinions as soon as you announce your engagement. But just put those on hold for a little bit until you've had a chance to discuss what you want, a, a general idea. It doesn't have to be specific plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then take opinions from the people who are interested in helping you achieve your goals with a wedding day. As opposed to people who want to... Impose their, their own... Their idea. wedding. Basically yeah. want to plan their wedding on your celebration of your marriage. Right. Your wedding is not supposed to be where other people live vicariously through you. And also... Any any design by committee is always bad. <laughs> so don't let your wedding be a design by committee. Yeah. there's There needs to be someone to make the executive decision, and that's you. Yep. Usually it's the bride. Sorry, grooms. But usually, usually it's, it's the, bride. the bride who's that just final call goes to the bride. So make sure that you are consulting with people mm-hmm. for when you need to consult, because, you know, there, there are some things that you don't know how to do, so you should probably talk to people who have done it before. Mm-hmm. But make sure that those people are in it, in this conversation, to help you make your day the way you want, as mm-hmm. opposed to make the day however they want to work. And yeah. this does go for vendors, too. Exactly. Because I, I've experienced a number of vendors who um, are less interested in making the day that the couple wants and more interested in um, doing things the traditional template, for lack of a better word, route. Yeah, they have their way of doing things, and they say, mm-hmm. this is how it shall be done. Yeah. So I say, but, I am the vendor. <laughs> I have a strategy. <laughs> I have a strategy for dealing with those opinions that come and okay. maybe preventing some of them from coming okay. without creating conflict. And that is communicate confidently. When you're going into conversations, you know, over the holidays with your family, you can say, well, this is what um, we're thinking about for our wedding. And, and you present it with confidence rather than saying, oh, I don't know what we're going to do about that. Can you give me an example of presenting something with confidence versus 
Um, let's take something simple like the first dance. Say uh, for our first dance, we're planning on doing um, the waltz and we're planning on having this particular piece of music. That didn't sound very confident, but I was trying to Yeah, pick I was going to say, is this an example to... <laughs> of confidence? Because I'm not I was trying it. to pick a style of dance off the cuff. Um, you're saying, okay, your your stance is you, I want our first dance to be a waltz. And, and you know, now this I is, am mm-hmm. the other person coming along and saying, hey, oh, no, I think you, you should, should do, do a foxtrot. I think you should do a swing dance. I think you should do a, 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 a what, what's the word, a flash mob? <laughs> the whole yeah. party can get in and on it. It'll be great. How do you respond as a confident, nope, this is what we're I respond do. and I say, no, uh, Joe and I have already chosen to do a waltz and we're already practicing. And so, you know, that's that's already set in stone. But, mm-hmm. you know, we could do a flash mob maybe at an after party. What's amazing is that when you actually do put your foot down like that, people aren't angry. Right. They're just, they're just, sh- they thought they were helping, you know, just sharing opinions. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could do this. You could do this. You could do this. And when you just say, no, nope, we're going to do this. Everyone's Here's- like. Great. And that's the end of it. Guess what? We already have a plan. If you're actually dealing with people who, when you do say, nope, I want to do it this way. I want to get married here. I want Mm -hmm. this type of music. I want this type of cake. I want this type of venue or whatever. This is how how my fiance and I have decided this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. If you at that point are dealing with somebody who continues to push you after that, Mm -hmm. get them out of your planning process. Right. Don't include them anymore. They're gone. They're out. They've they've been disqualified. If somebody's being that forceful and saying, mm-hmm. no, what you want is wrong, get them out. Mm-hmm. And if you discover a vendor who you're interviewing for hire mm-hmm. who is presenting this, do not hire them. Right. And, and that's why it's important to interview before you hire and really get a good sense of how forceful that vendor is with you mm-hmm. um, because- that's not something you want to have to deal with after a contract is signed. Agreed. Um, but uh, confidence goes a long way in preventing unwanted input. And there's ways to um, be nice to people. Like if it's a family member who's being really intrusive, you can just firmly say, no, we've got this. Thank you, but no. We really want you to just enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. And I, what I've noticed is that, especially with family members who try to, you know, take over an aspect of the day, um, oh, I've got to handle this, I've got to handle this, because you don't know what you're doing. You know, we've, we've, I think we've actually found those people, like mm-hmm. actually experienced those people who literally say to the bride on the wedding day, no, 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 you don't know what you're doing, I'll do it, verbatim. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, those type of people should be nowhere near any sort of planning at all. But. Well, a technique I often use. Oh, go ahead. What's your <laughs> technique? Because my, my technique is not very nice. <laughs> my technique is I find an inconsequential part of the day. Like, say um, it's it's a decoration that I can deal with after that person has to walk away. I will put them in charge of that and then I'll reset it once they're gone. <laughs> I just, this this reminds me of like when when I was very young and I would play Nintendo with like my little little brothers who were like three mm-hmm. or two or something, 
and they wanted to play Mario with me, I would hand them a controller that wasn't plugged in and just continue playing a single player game. I feel like that's the equivalent of what's happening here. Like, here's this useless thing. Be distracted. Yeah. Here's a shiny useless thing that you can't do anything with. I will make you feel important. <laughs> but you won't be doing anything. <laughs> but you won't be doing anything that will hurt the bride or groom. <laughs> that's that's one tactic. But going back to just saying firmly, this is what we want to do, and this is the mm-hmm. end of the story. Usually those type of people, um, there are some people who, who will push it, and, and mm-hmm. they should just be you know put away. But um, sorry, not put away. <laughs> um, they should be dismissed from the planning process, mm-hmm. not, not put away. Um, but... Most of the time, that's not the case. Most of the time, if it's somebody who's taking over an aspect on the day of, mm-hmm. it's because that's how they react out of fear. Right. Uh, it's because they, they feel like things are falling apart and that nobody's in charge so that they must come in and save the day. Mm-hmm. And as soon as somebody comes in and says, nope, this is what we're doing. I've got it down. I've got it down pat. We got a plan. They relax and they just never have another problem mm-hmm. because then they don't feel the need to take charge anymore. So be confident with your plans, um, express your plans to the people involved and just say, hey, here's what we're going to do. And and most people will just be like, great, so glad that that's going to be mm-hmm. decided now. There, I, I encounter this at nearly every wedding that I do, where there is a guest, random person who tries to tell me how they think something should be done, like the cake should be cut now or the dinner buffet should be open now. And as soon as I respond to that with, no, this is the plan, there is a plan in place, and yes, you will get fed, then usually, I mean, they really have no choice but to go Yeah, what if they're going to go vigilante and just, <laughs> no, we will cut the cake now. <laughs> they are those people who steal the individual desserts before the cake is cut. Evil. Evil people. Terrible. They should be put away. <laughs> All right, let's talk. That's that's um, an encompassing uh, part throughout the entire planning mm-hmm. process and the day of. But let's talk a little bit about how to calm nerves on the wedding day itself. Right. Because Actually, on the wedding day, it can be emotionally overwhelming. I know. Holy crap, do I know. <laughs> and it's not, it's not just for um, people who deal with anxiety necessarily. It's just a lot of emotion that oh, you yeah. deal with. Absolutely. Um, So I think the first thing is knowing what works for you. What What calms you you down? What do you use to calm yourself when you are feeling overwhelmed on not your wedding day? Yeah, this could be be meditation. Mm -hmm. This could be prayer. This could be a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to schedule a nap time in your timeline. Hey, yeah. Um, It could be... Some comfort food or a Mm -hmm. glass of tea, cup of tea or a coffee, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I don't recommend overdoing it on like doing shots or something because you do want to be alert. Yeah, but I mean, hey, something to take the edge off. A glass of wine can be nice. Yeah. yeah, don't get drunk before you walk down the aisle. It's staggering down the aisle isn't good. But do have do have ways to do have methods of relaxing Mm -hmm. before the. the wedding day. Um, and, I'm myself, yeah. like I like uh, I would use like essential oils, like lavender and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I find those very calming and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the thing that I had with me on the day of. And don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Like if you are getting ready and you're in a room full of people and they're all chattering and they're all excited and they're all supportive, but you really just need quiet for like two minutes. 
don't be afraid to ask for the room to clear out mm-hmm. or to say, you know what, guys, I need to just step away. I've got to go breathe for a little bit. Yeah, that is actually, that's a really good technique for anybody. Mm-hmm. If you can take some time to be alone, either like, okay, you guys go and do this thing, leave me be for a while, or you mm-hmm. can just go to a room by yourself. And it's for the purpose of being in silence for, you know, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It can do a lot. I, I try to do this. Well, I try to do this when I'm taking photos. Like if there's, we're getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. And the bride's mm-hmm. finally in her dress. I say, okay, let's go somewhere else. Nope. Nobody else come. Mm-hmm. Just the bride. And it's for the purpose of giving her some space. Right. I might not even take that many photos. Mm-hmm. I might take a couple and just say, okay, now I just want you to breathe and I'm going to leave. Yeah. Come out in about five minutes when you when you feel rested. And it's really, really nice because it's your wedding day. Savor it. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're rushing through it, it then, yeah. then that's going to help. Well, it's not going to help you enjoy the no. day. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take away from the wedding day. So actually yeah. that leads if probably you, into the next thing. Right. I That's where I, when I'm planning a timeline, I plan in cushion times. I plan in more than enough time. Um so that I know that the the couple won't be pressed for time and there won't be that pressure to like, there is no space to just breathe. Yeah. Um, Because that pressure creates anxiety as well. Very practically, whether you're dealing with nerves or not, have plenty of snacks that you're snacking on and stay hydrated with water. Stay hydrated throughout your wedding day. Not with champagne and not with soda. (laughs) Those aren't hydrating. Um, but just make sure that you have you have those things on your side before it's too late, before you're ready to faint. Um, so preemptively be snacking and be drinking water. Can we talk about another way to reduce stress on the wedding day and calm nerves? Delegating. Delegating tasks on the day of. Can you tell us what is delegating? Delegating is assigning activities and tasks to other people so making people other people not yourself and not anyone that you want to be uninvolved in those tasks so what kind of activities are things that should be delegated it could be things like um picking up the flowers or picking up cupcakes for the bridal party on the morning of the wedding setting tables setting tables um you know anything that's related to hosting the wedding or making things happen. This would also include things like telling guests where to park. Mm-hmm. Uh, being the contact person for literally anything. Answering any not, questions. Yeah, answering any questions and being the contact person for any aspect of the wedding day should mm-hmm. not be your job on the wedding day mm-hmm. if you are the bride or the groom. So a good way to do this is to make the best man and or the maid of honor the contact points. For you personally. Exactly. Anyone who needs to ask you a question has to ask it to the maid of honor first. Mm -hmm. And then the maid of honor will then deem it worthy or not worthy to interrupt (laughs) your day. And there should be one coordinator for the whole day. Yes. Someone that all of those tiny little nitty gritty details can be asked of. And make sure it's not the kind of person that we were speaking about earlier who tries to make their own wedding day on your day. Right. Make sure it's somebody who actually wants your best interests in mind, who actually mm-hmm. has your best interest in mind. So have have people assigned to every task that you can envision 
The only thing that you're doing on your wedding day is getting married and enjoying. Yep. You should have no chores to do the wedding day. Mm-hmm. All right. So you as a wedding planner, I hear you talking a lot about contingency plans or plan B's for specifically weddings that are happening outdoors, a, a rain plan. Um, so this is a specific scenario, but it's a very common scenario. Um, why is this necessary? I mean, obviously it's necessary because you should have a plan B in case it rains, but what are some good examples of contingency plans? And have you ever seen this work or not work? I've seen it not work and I have, I have seen it work. But um, if you're planning any part of your day, day outdoors, you're going to need an indoor space that you are willing to use as your backup plan. So what if I have a tent? A tent doesn't always work because rain still goes under tent flaps. Yes, it does. And I've seen some very muddy weddings uh, as a result of that. So you, um, even if it's something as simple as your photos, if you're, if you wanted outdoor photos, you should have an indoor location that you are just as fine with having your photos in as well. If I can add to this, it's not just rain that Mm -hmm. people need to be aware of when having an outdoor ceremony or reception. I've seen a lot of stress come from very hot days, Mm -hmm. very cold days, maybe perfectly good temperature, but really, really windy days, Mm -hmm. or there's a lot of bugs, (laughs) you know? Rain is one aspect, but seriously, when you're outdoors, there's really kind of a, a finite weather pattern that you could actually experience that is going to yield a good wedding day. Mm-hmm. So you really, really, really need to have an option that is totally independent of the weather. If you don't, you are asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. I think you have you had a story like this, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You got rained out mm-hmm. and there was nowhere to go. Well, it was cold and it was rainy and there, well, there wasn't sufficient heat. So was there an indoor option? No, there was no indoor option. The so you're t- just standing in the rain? The tent, well, it was a tent, but um, we had straw to put down on the ground where it got muddy, but I ran out of straw because it was so <laughs> muddy. It rained all day. And unfortunately, the bride was in tears, not happy tears, just before she walked down the makeshift aisle that we had mm-hmm. to do. Everyone dreams about that perfect weather as they're walking down <laughs> through the forest to the altar. But guess what, guys? You can't control <laughs> the weather. You've exactly. got to have another option, and it's not a tent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's as simple as being okay with um, if rain is forecasted over the time of your ceremony, but not an hour earlier, being okay with switching up the day a little bit. Yeah. Rearrange the schedule and mm-hmm. make it work. It's, it's, it's not the end of the world to move your ceremony by an hour. Yeah. You actually had... No, it wasn't a wedding. It was a wedding you were helping me with that I was photographing. And the ceremony was delayed by an hour because the bride forgot her veil Mm -hmm. at the hotel, which was 20 minutes away, 20 minutes away. So you, Supergirl, drove back, picked (laughs) up the veil, came back. Meanwhile, I think that the uh, DJ played some funny YouTube videos so the guests could hang out and have something to do. And you did some photos, right? And I did some photos. Yeah. I I mean, it was kind of crazy. I don't recommend doing that, but Mm -hmm. that's a good example of like, chaos on the wedding day having to deal with it and the wedding day was still fine because mm-hmm. guess what they got married they're still married they're still happily married <laughs> <laughs> well i had one wedding day this year where there was a thunderstorm coming in 
And we moved the ceremony up by about half an hour because that was coming in. And during the officiant's many words of encouragement, I was watching those clouds and I'm like, she better hurry up. And sure enough, like the first kiss happened and about two minutes later, it started pouring. So, Which is kind of, that's that's kind of romantic. And like Some yeah. people might actually think that's awesome, but there's going to be a lot of your guests who are thinking... Yeah, the guests, so awesome. the guests are ready to bail. They kept watching the sky, too. <laughs> so here's something that I encounter a lot as a photographer and not just not as a wedding planner, as a photographer. Mm-hmm. But it's having enough time planned for every aspect of the day. Mm-hmm. And for me, I encounter this most with the photos. You know, they didn't give me enough time to get all the photos that they want. But it isn't just for photo time. Make sure that you have enough time to prepare makeup and hair mm-hmm. and getting dressed. Make sure that you have enough time to end the ceremony and mm-hmm. make it to the reception and do right. anything in that time that you Transition want. Transition time. Yes, because one thing that people don't realize is that you are a celebrity on your wedding day. You <laughs> can't walk 10 feet to the bathroom without having to have 12 conversations on the way. Mm-hmm. So every little thing, every little task that you want to go and do, which is why you shouldn't have as many, any tasks, but they will take three times as long. Mm-hmm. So plan more time than you need for each section because you are going to need it. And then you don't have to worry. So, you know, if you think that you're going to need an hour for something, give yourself an hour and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, a- another small example is I usually give people five minutes for toast And I've been told, well, no, there's no way anyone's going to talk for five minutes. Well, you might have someone who talks for 10 and one person who talks for two. So Mm -hmm. just just plan for more. Give yourself more space. More time, more space, more cushion equals less stress. Mm -hmm. If you have extra space and you have nothing to do with it, you're going to love it. Yeah. If you have time where you can just hang out, sip your champagne and just talk with your friends, talk with your fiance or whatnot... Even if it's before the ceremony, I've had people who they had way more time than they needed and they had like 45 minutes before the ceremony to lounge. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It feels really good. It was great. We planned in, boy, how long did we have before the ceremony? We had like two hours. Between the ceremony and reception? Yeah, because we went, yeah. we took everyone and we just went out to get coffee. and Yeah, we, we went out to the coffee shop and we just, the photographer was there, but we just drank our coffees mm-hmm. and... And there was relaxed. no pressure. It was really nice. I had a wedding where we were in um, Rochester, and on the way out to the reception, they said, "Hey, we've got extra time, so we're going to stop for Froyo." So we stopped <laughs> for Froyo, and they just—it was great. And they just yeah. chilled out there, ate their Froyo, and then went to the reception. And that whole time they were there for Froyo, didn't have to interact with any guests, didn't have mm-hmm. to host. You know, it was just—you just, you just get all the congratulations from strangers, and it's yeah. awesome. So that's, I mean, I get, to reduce stress on your wedding day, give yourself like a huge cushion of time. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. You'll thank me. Well, You'll thank us. Yeah, You'll thank yeah. us. Thank us. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap this up, I wanted to actually reach out and, and request the aid of our loyal listeners here. Our loyal listeners of three episodes? And this is four episodes, oh. dear. This is the All fourth right. episode. Loyalty is determined by the fourth episode. <laughs> Um, I know that this is going to be an initial batch of episodes that we release at the beginning. But guys, we really do want some interaction here. So give us a rating. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or Spotify, whatever you're listening to. But also 
you can email Rhea. You mm-hmm. can email me. You can go to the Radiant Weddings. Excuse me. You can go to radiantevents.net and mm-hmm. you can actually email questions that you want to hear about mm-hmm. or contact us on Facebook. Yeah. You know, those will be the, our links will be in the show notes. How about that? Right. So as we wrap this up, thank you for listening and tune in next time to our fifth episode. And we would like to hear what what questions you have that you would like to hear discussed on this podcast. Yeah, we really want this to be of value to you and make sure that we're saying things that you want to know that you didn't know before. Mm-hmm. So what questions do you have? Let us know. We look forward to hearing from you guys and we'll talk to you again next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>